0: It's the number one community in the world that you can't get back once it's gone, time. So I will keep this brief. I'm Mutita Panmook, a time efficiency expert and a business operations strategist, who is as known as the time queen. Welcome to my Get Unstuck radio. Running a business can be very overwhelming at times, especially in the first few years when you are required to wear the hats and do other things. You started your company because you had a vision that almost every business owner has when they begin. You wanted freedom, true freedom. So you are in the right place to help you build and grow your business that support your lifestyle not the other way around. Without further ado, let's get unstuck. Hi everyone. So today I have a very special guest here, Nathan Hirsch, a friend, entrepreneur and expert in remote hiring and also e-commerce. I mean, he founded, he co-founded FreeUp.com, and right now he also co-found outsource school and online Educational platform that teaching entrepreneur how to hire and scale their business with virtual assistant. Thank you for joining me today Welcome to get unstuck radio
1: Yeah, thanks so much for for having me excited to be here. I I love talking about business and scaling and hiring.
0: I love your background already (laughs) (laughs) So Tell me a little bit more when you were younger how your entrepreneurial journey started
1: Yeah, well, it really started because, I mean, my parents grew up teachers, and I always had the mentality I was going to go to school and get a real job, work for 30 years, and that was going to be my life. And to give me a preview of the real world, my parents made me get summer and winter jobs, and I was working 40, 50 hours a week, and I learned just a lot about business, about marketing and sales and, and working with other people, managing people. But I also learned how much I just hated having a boss. So by the time I got to college, I really looked at college as a ticking clock. I didn't want to start. I didn't want to get a job. I wanted to start my own business and I had four years to do it. So I I had a lot of different jobs. I worked at uh, Aaron's, which is kind of like a -a rent-a-center. I did an internship at Firestone. I I was the head umpire of my little league. So I learned a lot about unreliable people and people wouldn't show up for games and I had to stop what I was doing. And. To the game and show up. So, I've never had a a real job after college, but I kind of I learned so much about just the real world before I even got to the real world. That that kind of motivated me to go out and do my own thing and be the entrepreneur. And I also got to see that the CEO, the managers, the the higher level people in their roles, and I was like, hey, I I want that.
0: (laughs) So, how does we up get started? Yeah. So, I mean.
1: I started off buying and selling textbooks and Uh I had a little bit of success. I was buying them from my, my fellow college students. My, I, I was competing with my school bookstore to the point where they sent me a cease and desist letter. So they told me to stop competing with them. And from there I, I pivoted and I had sold some textbooks on Amazon. So I was familiar with the platform and I really just started experimenting and I started trying all different products until I finally came across baby products. If you can imagine me as a 20 year old single guy selling baby products on Amazon. And this business grew. I, I got in at a fantastic time on Amazon. was so 2009 and I had to start hiring people to, to keep up with this business. And, and I started off hiring college kids. They were super unreliable. I tried hiring people in adults and, and that didn't work either. And so A buddy of mine told me about virtual assistants, about freelancers, about Upwork and Fiverr. And I hired my first VA, who was awesome, and my second VA, who was not very good. And I learned a lot about what to do and what not to do with virtual assistants, eventually building up a really good hiring system that I now teach today at Outsource School. But the thing is, is I didn't like that the other platforms, it just took too long to, um, find talent. I could to browse through 50 people, even if I had a good process, it just took forever. So I wanted something faster. And I had the idea to build my own marketplace called free up with the concept was to free up your time. And it really started for Amazon sellers. I had all these Amazon virtual assistants, Amazon freelancers from my Amazon business. And I went to other sellers and said, Hey, if, if you need a graph designer, if you need a, a customer service rep, let me know and I'll just introduce you quickly. And that people love that. I ran out of freelancers, ran out of virtual assistants, had to start recruiting, hired a developer to build out the minimum viable product of the software. And I mean, we really launched this thing with $5,000, took it to market. Luckily people liked it and, and we really grew from there.
0: Amazing. I mean, wow. And what, what was it your first thought that you first hired on the first VA? How you make a decision? Who do you want to go for? Like the very first yes. time.
1: So who did I hire
0: the first time? Yeah. Is that Connor?
1: No, no, no. So Connor was my first college kid hire. Um, oh. And he and – he, um, he, were, he was like the only one that really worked out. There were a few others, but he was the best one by far, and a lot of them didn't work out. Now, my first VA hire, her name is Chicky Ann. She is incredible. She's awesome. Chicky Ann, if you're listening, um, hi. <laughs> and so she was part of the Amazon business. She was a team leader at FreeUp. When we started FreeUp, we, we put her in charge. Not only that, but she was with FreeUp all four years we gave her a nice bonus when we sold Free Up. One of the toughest parts about selling Free Up was not being able to, to work with Chicky Ann anymore. We had worked with her for eight years at that point, um, but we still stay in touch. I'm the godfather of one of her kids. She's awesome. She's she likes the new owners at Free Up and and all of that. So she she was fantastic, and she really taught me like what I need to know for hiring people in the Philippines. Like if you go to and if you go to OutsourceSchool.com, we have a free trial uh, uh, if you want to enroll in Outsource School. And one of the videos in the trial is Hiring from the Philippines 101, which is everything that I've learned hiring from the Philippines. And a lot of that stuff I learned from Chicky Ann because I was going crazy. I, I did I was making mistakes. People weren't doing what I wanted. And I went to her and I said... What am I doing wrong? You're, you're awesome. Why are my other VAs not as awesome? What are your other clients doing that I'm not doing? And she just hit me right to the core and told me everything I was doing wrong for my communication, my attitude, to how I was running meetings, to how I had to be a little bit more emotional and, and not just be direct and aggressive and, and assertive. So um, I, I learned a lot from her and I owe her a lot.
0: Yeah. And how that developed the, the methodology that you are teaching currently like how it contributes to this current one.
1: Yeah. I mean, all, all the VAs I've worked with had a a big impact. I mean, I've learned just as much from them as they learned from me. I mean, like hiring from the, this this is what I like to say. Hiring isn't rocket science, right? Like you don't have to be the smartest person in the world to hire, but you, you kind of have a few different options. Like you can just say, Oh, hiring's not for me. Right. Which a lot of entrepreneurs do. They're like, Oh, I can't manage people. I can't hire someone. And if you do that, you put a ceiling on how far your business can go. You can't go very far, or you can do what I did, which I don't recommend, which is trial and error, trial and error money, but eventually you'll figure it out. It took me four or five years, but you will get there. Or what I always wished I had was someone who could just say, hey, Here's the interview questions you should ask. Here's how you should run meetings. Here's the mistakes you want to avoid. Here's how you avoid issues in the future. And that's really why I build Outsource School, to give people everything that I've learned so they can skip the trial and error, skip the time, wasted time, wasted money, and just hire really good people from day one that stick around for years to come like we do now
0: hmm Yeah. I mean, I have seen you launching the new business also school since the beginning of the year and it grows very fast. I'm like, congratulate to you here as well.
1: Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I mean, we haven't accomplished anything yet. We still have a lot of work to do, but it's been a lot of fun. Just starting another business and, and helping entrepreneurs. Um, plus we donate 3% of all sales to, our favorite charity, Teach for the Philippines, which we're very passionate about. It's a great organization. And so it's just our way to, to stay in the entrepreneurial community, do what we love, which is growing businesses um, and just helping other people, both clients and virtual assistants.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's always helping each other, right? I believe that business owners are like job giver. So that's how we building the community further. Like we do give back, we provide jobs for other people. And that's, I really, truly believe on. You mentioned about when entrepreneur feeling scared of hiring, like they don't really like it. And you, you were, you mentioned about that um, you wish someone would tell you before how it's like, like exactly. So I found that you have the four step process on hiring staff like interviewing, onboarding, training, and managing. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you really have to break it down and, and there's different goals for each one. Like when, when you're interviewing, your goal is to find out what the person's really made of. Like anyone can say, Oh, I know WordPress or Hey, I, I have five years of experience in a VA, but you want to know what is their attitude? Like, what do they care about? What do they want? What makes them happy? How do they communicate? Do they communicate in a way that's going to work for you? For attitude or i'm sorry for onboarding your goal is to set expectations and make sure the person is the right fit for your business our onboarding process alone will save you thousands and thousands of wasted dollars because it it's there to prevent issues every time that we had an issue with a virtual assistant we went back and fixed up our onboarding process for years and years and years until we made a good one and now within a 30-minute conversation We either know that the VA is going to back out if we're not a fit for them, or we're going to back out if they're not a fit for us. So that's so important, and, and so many entrepreneurs miss that. For training, it's all about valuing your time. It's not only how do I get virtual assistants to do what I want them to do? It's how do I get them to do it without me doing one-on-one training and with systems that I actually own that make my business scalable and sellable. And we talk a lot about SOPs and and creating them. And we have a a tool called simply SOP to make them. We have a library of SOPs our members get access to. And so then you've got the managing, which is all about reducing turnover and motivating people because What's the point of hiring really good people or having really good SOPs if people don't stick around, if you're not getting the most out of them. So that's really what management is. So each one serves a purpose. And as entrepreneurs, we're all good at different things. Some people are better at interviewing. Some people are better at training. Some people are better at managing, but you need all four. And so we give you our systems and processes. And once you master all four of these, then business becomes fun because then you can create your own SOPs. You can take our SOPs. You can get SOPs from your friends and business owners, other people you know, and just plug them into your business and watch your business scale and grow, which is really what we do.
0: Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. Like, I discovered that the confusion always reflects on how you run your business, right? And SOP right. really like form the mind to like step by step process and help them able to work on autopilot, which is save a lot of time and extortion as well.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're a hundred percent. Right.
0: Okay. They have an idea of like, just give an example of solopreneur because solopreneur would be those who will start hiring first. Right. And what should be the first thought that they have to set their mind right for the first hire, like who they should hire first.
1: So I like to hire like a a personal VA if I'm a solopreneur and they're really going to do my inbox and my calendar bookings to start. And we have two playbooks for this, the inbox management playbook, the calendar management playbook. And I mean, the reason for that is when you're a solo entrepreneur, your focus, your time is everything. If you're waking up and you're spending three hours in your inbox, like that's all time that you're not getting new clients. You're not creating processes. You're not growing your business. You're not doing sales. So You want to make sure your focus is 100% and that's the goal of your first virtual assistant. Even if it's five hours a week, an hour a day, five days a week, just to wake up, get a head start to every single day, that should be your goal. And you can build up from there. If you have a great month, give them more hours, hire a second VA, make them full-time, whatever it is, but start off with, hey- How do I just reduce the time that I'm wasting on stuff that's not growing my business and keep myself focused on growth? And that's how you skip the first, not skip, but fast forward ahead of that first six months. I mean, if you look at Outsource School, which you saw me start earlier this year, we didn't start with anything, right? We built it from scratch. We didn't know if if people were going to like it or hate it. Just because we sold a company doesn't mean every idea that we come up with is a good one. And, and we started with $5,000, so not a lot of money. We hired a, a VA five hours a week to just be my virtual assistant so that I could focus on building the business. And then as we got our first customers, our first members, first people enrolled, then we increased their hours, then we built from there. So I follow this same thing. It doesn't necessarily matter if you're a sole entrepreneur, but in that first six months, the first year of the business, you need to make sure that every second you spend in your business is focused on the most important thing.
0: Yeah, I think another objection would be, I'm not sure, like people ask me, how much should I spend on outsourcing at the very first time? And I think because they are still might confused of what they are doing and haven't validated yet. So what you mentioned is actually another way around. You buy, you, you buy back your time, like get it free, and also keep validating the process along the way with some assistance. However, some people support the way that no, you have to validate it first before you start the first hire. What's your thought on that?
1: You're never going to hire people at the exact right time that you're supposed to hire people. Like on the exact day that you're supposed to hire people You're you're either going to hire people too early or too late. And there's no right or wrong answer here. You just have to decide what you care about more. It's either an opportunity cost because if you hire too late, you could have grown your business faster or it's wasted money if you haven't validated the idea. So to me, the opportunity cost is huge. If, if I get done in six months what someone else gets done in a year, year and a half, like that's a lot of money. That, that can make a big difference if I have a team early on. Now, the downside of that is if I hire too early, and let's say that I hired people for outsource school and outsource school failed. I've, I launched it, no one bought it. I had hired a few different virtual assistants. I'm out a few hundred, a few thousand dollars, which yeah, no one wants to be out a few hundred, a few thousand dollars, but the grand scheme of things, it's not a lot of money. So to me, it's a low risk. I'm risking hundreds, maybe thousand dollars for a high reward because I'm going to get a head start to my business. So that's how I look at it, but you just have to, the people listening just have to decide, do they care more about the opportunity cost or about the potential wasted money?
0: yeah i mean this is important i think risk management and also personal management on time and also how do you want to live your life and optimize towards that that is the first thing that you should prioritize on before make decision that i need to hire right now right right yeah and have exactly. you ever and have you ever like came across someone who i just give this scenario cuz i actually found this a lot um someone who just come to me that hey i don't i don't want to do this task at all and i don't know whether it's gonna work or not but i want someone to do it for me you know this kind of scenario
1: yeah i mean you have to remember there's three different types of people that you can hire you've got followers you've got doers you've got experts so followers are there to follow your system and process that's what i call a virtual assistant and if you don't know how to do something, you can't hire the follower. They're not going to do a good job. Now, there's an exception to that. I do, I do trial and error where I'll hire a virtual assistant to try something new, but I'm okay with them failing, and I'm still going to give them a head start. I'm going to say, hey, here's all the information I have. This is what I think should work. I want you to do it for two hours, and then let's meet. Let's revisit it. Let's, let's give feedback back and forth, see if we can figure it out. And if we can, great. If we can't, we'll do something else but that's a little bit more advanced. That's not where I would start for most people. You want the systems the processes. The doers are like the project-based graphic designers, writers, video editors, you're hiring them for a specific thing. And the high level experts, that's where you hire someone. Like, I don't know how to run Facebook ads, right? I could, I'm a reasonably smart person. I could spend the next six months learning how to use Facebook ads. If I really, really wanted to maybe, um, But that's not a good use of my time, right, as an entrepreneur. So I hired an expert who doesn't cost 5 bucks an hour. He's much more expensive than that. But he has his own strategy, his own system, his own process, and and I'm collaborating with him to run our Facebook ad. So as an entrepreneur, you have to understand the followers, the doers, and the experts, and you have to make sure that when you hire someone, you're hiring to the correct level for what you need
0: aha uh-huh. wow this is very key everyone who is listening here i mean take note take note because this is very important i think this is another like another next problem that i found as well about recruiting stuff there might be some people who prefer to work with profit share too early before they pay hourly rates to the virtual assistant what's your thought on that <laughs> Just keep asking you today i'm gonna dig your brain. <laughs> Yeah,
1: profit share just doesn't like work Uh, unless you really want a business partner. Great, but profit share is either bad for the VA or bad for the business owner. So if you're only you're you know I'm right, right? Like yeah, it it it, it, does. There's almost no situation where a profit share with a virtual assistant is actually good for both parties. It's going to backfire in one way. Either you're doing it because you're not making any money and the VA is not going to make any money and they're not going to be happy with it. And then you're going to waste time and energy training just to have them unhappy and leave, or you're making a lot of money and you should have just paid the VA hourly to begin with. And they're really not a VA. They're a business partner at that point. So get out of the mentality of profit sharing, get out of the mentality of hiring free interns. That's not the way to, to grow your business, hire virtual assistants, at the normal market rates, whatever that is, for where you're hiring from, and that's a much better, safer way to scale.
0: Another thing that I found also about probation phase, that is might too long. So I think, I'm not sure what, what is your opinion regarding to this, but would it be different between contractors as VA that we recruit um, remotely versus the employee within the company? Do you think there are difference?
1: Yeah, they're definitely different. I mean, the contractor is more of the doer or the expert. They're really their own business owner where the virtual assistant is a follower and they're really part of the team in the company.
0: So you define by the way they implement the SOP. That's how you say that it would be permanent employee versus contractors like by project and stuff, right? Yeah.
1: Like I have a Rolodex of video editors, right? I have three video editors. So every time I have a video editing project, I don't have to go post a job and hire a video editor. I have three people that I go to. They, they have other clients besides me. I'm just one of their other clients. Now I don't force them to do on call and urgent work. I don't message someone and say, I need this done right now. I message the, the group and I say, who can get to this first? And they say, Hey, I can, I'll get it done by X day, X time. If that works for me, great if it doesn't i'll see who else is available Mm -hmm. Um, but unless i'm hiring them full time then then i'm not i'm having a rolodex of them now with that said i'm also not giving them an sop of here's how you video edit like that's i'm not teaching them how to video edit I might have, a, like, we have a, a video editing playbook, but it doesn't teach you how to teach someone to video edit. It teaches you how to manage and work with and collaborate and get the ideas out of your head to give it to the video editor. That's what you, you work with. So it, it's a, it's similar, but it's a, a little bit different how you work with that.
0: Yeah, 100%. That's, that make, really makes sense for me. I think setting expectations when hiring is very important. And another problem that I found a lot is that the how to say that, like the mentality, the alignness with the, the potential candidates that you're going to bring on out with your team. Like if they action this way, or reply you this way, even before hiring into the team, how it's like when you hire them, right? That's so scary. And that's happened very often.
1: Right. Yeah. A hundred percent agree.
0: Yeah. So, um, I mean, this is already short and sweet and very informative, so I hope everyone gets the idea of how it's like hiring, outsourcing to virtual assistant, and you can free up a lot of time and also outsource this thing. You get to learn from them, right, on both sides and just helping each other, scaling each other, and yeah, just carry on doing entrepreneur journey. So in case anyone want to work with you or want to follow you or become outsourced members, how can they reach out to you then?
1: So I just created a coupon for everyone listening. It's my first name, Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N. It's going to save you 25% on an Outsource School Insider membership. If you go to OutsourceSchool.com slash enroll, you can even divide it up into four monthly payments. So it's normally $9.97. You're not only gonna get 25% off, so it's $750, you can also divide up that $750 into four monthly payments, no interest at all. You get access to our proven hiring process. You get to learn how to hire people quickly, so you don't spend hours and hours interviewing, access to our library of SOPs, our tool for creating SOPs. Plus, any issue that you have going forward, you have our community, you have our support, we do live coaching calls in the group, a ton of value. We want this to be the best thing that you purchased this year, and it's 100% risk-free. If you're not happy with it, we are going to refund you, but we have an awesome community. I want to welcome anyone listening to join OutsourceSchool.com enroll and use coupon code Nathan.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today, Nathan. Thanks for having me. I hope this episode inspire you to get unstuck wherever you are in your journey so that you can have your business that support your lifestyle. Get a show note at helpyougetunstuck.com today. Start implementing what you have learned. The results of your consistent effort and improvement are worth it because you deserve the freedom to enjoy your life. Speak to you next time and don't forget to get unstuck.